Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Pleased to be Joining you here tonight, today actually, wonderful afternoon here, Midtown Manhattan in New York City, Studio 34. Let me get you up to date on the NBA news. Kevin Durant, Adrian Wojnarowski, more of this just uh, these ridiculous tweets that don't really mean a hell of a lot, uh, but you got to get you up to date. It's all about the NBA and the rumor mill here. Golden State Warriors star guard uh, star uh, Kevin Durant has declined his 31.5 million dollar option that's a player option and will become an unrestricted free agent league sources tell espn this is adrian wojanowski's twitter feed durant and his business manager are in new york evaluating free agency options so far process has stayed private so there you go you got your kevin durant news what it means is a hell of a lot of nothing doesn't lean me one way or the other what Kevin Durant's going to go, what direction he's going to go. Is he going to stay in Golden State? Is he coming to New York? Is he going to the Brooklyn Nets? Like he, like Kyrie likes the Brooklyn Nets is the rumor. He's trying to recruit Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant likes the Knicks because his buddy, Royal Ivy, he played with him in Texas. He's an assistant coach for the Knicks. And so he would prefer the Knicks. No one knows. Even Adrian Wojnarowski, that news is not really news. Jimmy Butler. Houston Rockets, possibility, sign and trade. The Rockets would have to give up two of their big three besides Harden and Chris Paul in either Eric Gordon, Clint Capella, P.J. Tucker. So one, two out of those three players would have to go to Philly if they worked on a sign and trade. So that's their news there. Butler, how much better would Butler make the Rockets if you paired Butler with Harden and Chris Paul? A hell of a lot better. And I, it's a move that I would make if I'm Daryl Morey Right now, if they could do it, if they could convince Butler to go to Houston, it's a good trade. I mean, it's, it, they're not going to win with the talent they have right now. They've proven that. You have to try something else. I'd, I'd keep Chris Paul and not trade him away. Chris Paul denies that rumor that was out there before that uh, he demanded a trade and he doesn't want to play with Harden. He's denied that. So he's still on the Rockets as we speak. But we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. The Sixers, they want Butler back. Uh, this is all this reporting that really means a little to nothing. There's no accountability. No one's going to remember uh, what Rick Buecher said about Kevin Durant's going to the Knicks back in February. No one's going to remember that in July if he goes to Golden State. Because hey, Rick Buecher said a million things since then. He was on actually Colin Cowherd, and he actually said that uh, Kevin Durant um, actually prefers the Knicks over the Nets, and but he, he still hasn't made up his mind as to where he's going to go. He was... He uh, and Kyrie likes the Nets over the Knicks, and he's trying to recruit Durant to play with him in 
Brooklyn. But of course, Kevin Durant's going to miss all of next year with that ruptured Achilles. So the NBA, it, it moves on. Uh, one interesting note is Bob Lee of ESPN, after 40 years, has retired. Bob Lee was behind the scenes for the most part of the first 20 years of his career. He did sports centers, but he wasn't that personality like of a Keith Olbermann, of a Dan Patrick, um, of a Rich Eisen, Stuart Scott, he, um, the Scott Van Pelt. He wasn't that type of personality, that larger-than-life personality that, that those sports center anchors, Linda Cohn, Charlie Steiner, even Charlie Steiner wasn't a great, uh, I guess, personality, but he parlayed that into uh, working for the Dodgers. He's now uh, took over for Vince Gully. He works for the Dodgers uh, radio network. So we, he was kind of forgotten about, but then when soccer became bigger in America, Bob Lee was at the center of that. He was the front, he was the face of the soccer coverage for ESPN when they had the, the deal uh, for the World Cup. He was there. He was doing all the, the shows. The, he was a studio host. He became more of a prominent name then. Outside the lines, he's been a part of that for years uh, as well. But mostly, I remember Bob Lee, when I look back on his career, and it's been 40 years with ESPN. And congratulations, great career for Bob Lee. I think everyone wishes him well in his retirement. When you think of Bob Lee, though, I think of soccer. He's more, more prominent with soccer than even outside the lines, in my opinion. But uh, So congratulations to Bob Lee. 40 years at one, with one company. Uh, in this day and age, that deserves a mention. So I wanted to mention that. Congratulations, Bob Lee, on a great career. Baseball, College World Series, Game 3. Michigan lost 4-1. to one. Kumar Rocker, the ace pitcher for Vanderbilt, the freshman sensation. 11 Ks over six innings. Not a surprise. He shut down Michigan, only allowed two hits. Michigan lost 4-1 to one to Vanderbilt. Isaiah Page, though, the redshirt freshman for Michigan, pitched well, four innings, no runs, and then their bullpen gave it up there. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines bullpen gave it up. Vanderbilt won. It's tied at one. This is best of uh, three series. Game three tonight in Omaha, Nebraska. Michigan plus 180, Vanderbilt uh, minus 200. That's uh, according to uh, Chicago betting, uh, betting um, website, chicagobet.com. Vanderbilt, they, they're slow with posting these, these money lines uh, for college baseball. They're good with everything else, but for some reason, they, they are late posting the, the money line for um, the College Baseball World Series. They posted it late yesterday. Uh, looking at the book today, uh, let me check. It's been five minutes since I last checked, and yeah, they, they posted it now. All right, so according to FanDuel Sportsbook, the money line tonight, game three of the College Baseball World Series, Michigan is plus 172, so it's come down a little bit. Vanderbilt, minus 225. So Vanderbilt, the heavy favorites, I'm going to say in this one, I like Michigan. If you want a good bet, plus 172. Vanderbilt had to use their closer for three innings, 40 pitches last night to close that out in a must-win for them to stay alive in Tyler Brown. He's available tonight. He's, he's pitched before back-to-back, but how effective will he be? How many innings can he give you? So it's going to be important for Michigan. They have a, a good offense in Omaha. Get it going uh, and try to get to the starter there. Um, and you know what? Is Michigan a team of destiny? I think they are. I mean, no one expected them to be here. I said yesterday they were 200-1. to 1 about a month ago, to win the College uh, World Series championship. They were 12-1 to 1 the, to start the College Baseball World Series, the eight-team tournament. And so the last of the bunch, they were the, the underdogs, heavy underdogs, to get here. They've gotten here. Haven't won since 62. Vanderbilt, they've won one title, 2014. More of a storied baseball 
or uh, program uh, that, that David Price went there, Pedro Alvarez went there, just players of uh, previous seasons. Uh, Kumar Rocker should be a high pick. Um, they've had guys uh, go go through that program. Michigan, you have to go back to the '80s, Barry Larkin and Jim Abbott, uh, late '80s to to get to name a prominent player that played in uh, the majors. So. I think they're a team of destiny. Beat the number one team, UCLA, to get to get here in the Super Regionals in L.A. Plus 172, I, I definitely lay it. I, I definitely, I'm not laying the 225 for the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores there. So it uh, should be fun tonight. But the game yesterday, three hours and like 30 minutes for a college baseball game. We, we talk about Major League Baseball and the problems with the, the games taking forever. Some games, four hours uh, Yankees Red Sox always drags on. I, I love I love the rivalry. I'm a Yankee fan. I've loved it my whole life. But four hours of baseball, it's just like, you know, there's so much going on in your life. You work eight hours a day. You really want to invest four hours uh, every day, though. And this is the problem with baseball. Every day, four hours or three and a half hours of your of your day in baseball. See, football, yeah, the games are three three hours and, and 30 minutes as well. But it's once a week, so and it's on a weekend, so you're not working. You're kind of well rested. You, you know, you you it's one game a week, so you, you're really prepared for it. You're psyched up for it, so they get away with it. But baseball every day, it's hard to invest that much time. And watching this yesterday, I didn't watch the Yankees uh, that much yesterday. Watched Michigan, and I was just like, wow. I, I mean, the game was practically over. It's four one in the eighth inning. Uh, still watching, and uh, you know, trying to support uh, Michigan uh, baseball. But I was like, I, was, I, was like I, I want to watch Madison Bumgarner. I want to see how he pitches. He was pitching yesterday. He pitched pretty well. Six innings, two earned runs, had 11 Ks, uh, and he won. Uh, he got the decision, won the game, uh, because the Yankees are tied to uh, Madison Bumgarner. They're not high on him, though, and so I wanted to see how much he's fallen. His, his ERA is not what it used to be. It's in the fours, um, and so he's not the great pitcher. The Twins, Bob Nightingale reported today, the Twins are in hot pursuit of Madison Bumgardner. Uh, so I was looking forward to watching that. It was right after Michigan played uh, Vanderbilt yesterday on ESPN, but it was postponed for uh, at least uh, 30 minutes because I was, I was going to stay with, with the Michigan game. But I was like, wow, these games take forever. I mean, does college baseball, I mean, you're trying to make an impression on America here, right? You, you have the audience. It's the College Baseball World Series. You've got a national program in Michigan, at least by name, by brand. They're a national program. They have uh, people all over the, the, the country who root for Michigan, the maize and blue. And the game's just dragging on. It's just uh, poor baseball. But another thing that, that really uh, I thought was interesting you know, uh, Michigan's on a great run. Uh, the manager's getting a lot of kudos and a lot of props for the, the job he's done there with Michigan, uh, taking them to heights that, as they haven't seen in a long time for the baseball program. But when was the last time a college baseball manager went straight to the pros the next season, right? I mean, you see it all the time in the NBA, right? A, a college basketball coach, a hot basketball coach, takes his team on a good run, overachieves uh, in, in college basketball, and then he's in the NBA. I mean, we've seen it all the time. Or they win national championships in college basketball, and then they're in the NBA. Billy Donovan comes to mind. John Beeline just left Michigan. He's going to Cleveland now. Um, John Calipari, uh, Rick Pitino. I mean, Tom Izzo flirted with doing it. Coach K's flirted with, with going pro. You see it in, in, in football, too. In the NFL, you see it a lot. Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma Sooners head coach, was tied to, to some jobs. I mean, you see it all the time, right? You don't see it in college baseball. I, I don't think it's ever been done. 
I mean, you've had great storied coaches too. Yeah, the Texas coach uh, down there uh, for the Longhorns. He won national championships. He was there for 40 years. Mike Martin just retired this year, Florida State. He's won national championships before. Um, but you never hear their names tied to a major league baseball job. Even going back 15, 20 years, you say it's more of an analytical game now and, and the GMs really run the show. That's only of recent uh, memory, right? It's only the last five, maybe seven years. But going back either 10, 15, 20, 25 years, have you ever seen that? Have we ever seen that? A college baseball manager jump right from college to major league baseball? Uh, no, it's kind of weird, right? I mean, we always talk about it in, in college basketball. Oh, this guy's going to be in the NBA. You know, this guy's making a run, and and his name's uh, always rumored to be the next hot coaching commodity in the NBA search or in the NFL search uh, for college football coaches, right? Uh, you never hear about it in baseball. It's just it's just really odd to me, and I don't why that is. Uh, you you know, Beilon has no NBA experience. He's never coached in the NBA, so you. That's something that you, you can't uh, use as, as an excuse as to why you don't see it in, in, from college baseball managers going to the MLB. It, I, it's, just, it's just odd. I, a lot of the time, I, I think these college baseball managers are just, they, they don't have much Major League Baseball experience, right? And so maybe teams are reluctant to give them a shot. But even that, you know, that's not true. I mean, a lot of these guys... They go back to their, you know, the program where they play college ball after their uh, playing career, and even, even if their playing career doesn't work out to to what they thought it would be, or what have you, and you still see that. Uh, but yeah, I don't, it's just just odd. Yeah, you know, the, the Michigan manager. I mean, if this was a college basketball, you'd hear rumors. You know, he's going to take over. You know, the Baltimore Orioles or the Detroit Tigers are looking at or whatever. Uh, the, the Michigan manager, uh, he's taken the, the Michigan Wolverines program to new heights. I haven't seen since the 80s, the early 80s. But uh, Michigan, Vanderbilt tonight uh, should be a good one. Uh, Michigan uh, plus 172 on the money line. Vanderbilt minus 225 on the money line. That's uh, according to the FanDuel Sportsbook. But uh, going back to NBA free agency and all the rumors out there of what's going to happen and where is Kevin Durant going to end up? And the NBA benefits a great deal from just staying in the news right now. Uh, NFL, are they really in the news right now? I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's meeting with the NFL right now. There's nothing really going on. I mean, uh, Doug Williams uh, made a comment about Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback for the Redskins. I mean, it's really a slow period in the NFL right now. Uh, but the NBA, they're still hot. I mean, it's like every hour, Adrian Wojnarowski or Mark Stein of the New York Times, someone's tweeting something. Rick Buecher, it's something, uh, some rumor of some blockbuster trade or uh, the rumors about free agency signings. Uh, it never ends. The NBA, there is no offseason. A lot more to do here on At The Window. Chris Venture joins me next. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. 
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Great songs, Spirit in the Sky. Yeah. Welcome back to At the Window. Why am I holding a Jets helmet? Well, because we are going to start previewing NFL teams for the upcoming 2019 season. And we are going to start with the New York Jets. And to help me with that, and we'll get to it in a minute, is the closer, your boy. Your boy. What's so. good? It's your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. I'm disgusted just looking at that. All right, we'll get to the it. colors. We'll get to your boys. You're, you're a Giants fan, aren't you? Yeah. They're not my boys. Well, I, I don't I like know. the Jets. Well, well, yeah, we'll get to them. I don't either. Uh, we'll get to them. I like the Mets more than the Jets. We can't be too biased here. We're objective. All right, don't worry about it. We're, obje- <laughs> we're objective. You, no, you, I'll be you, objective you, about you, their team. Yeah, I'll be objective about you, their you'll team. You'll want to listen to... Uh, well, I'm I bullish. Trash, I'm bullish on, on the Jets this year. We talked about this before. You're bullish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to point out uh, Chicago White Sox 3-0 in the top of the first over the Red Sox. Yankees, they're down to the Toronto Blue Jays 3-0 also in the first inning. Joe Ranieri, if you listen to uh, Making It Rain, he didn't want to touch any of these games. He's like, that's a sucker bet. Don't take Boston minus 360 today, and don't take the Yankees. I think they were minus 260. Yankees uh, afternoon game before they fly to London. He's like, don't even touch those those bets. And uh, right now, that's a smart play because uh, both teams are down by three runs early on. Paxton gave it up 
to Guriel. How about that? Guriel. Yuli? Yep. Not yeah. Yuli, his brother. His little brother. Yeah. Uh, Lourdes Guriel. Lourdes Guriel. Yep. He's been ripping lately. Yeah, I picked you, him up in a few leagues. Got him? Yeah. Dude, he's 295. 11 home runs now? Yeah. yeah. He, 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 he could hit home. He's got a little pop. And I think that'll grow as, uh, you know, his career grows. Uh, and, uh, you know, he steals bags, too. He's solid. I don't know yeah, why. He's all right. They sent him down yeah. to the minors earlier in the year. Yeah, they're loaded. They're, they're young players. They're loaded. That Biggio son, uh, Vladdy uh, Jr. there, as we talked about, and, and Bichette. Dante Bichette's son, Bo Bichette. He'll be back soon. That's Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Lourdes okay. Gurriel is, is his little brother. He's the one who hit the home run against the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Yuri plays for the Astros, and, and you know, yeah, you're right. They're smashing. They're, they're, he had a home run yesterday, actually. Who? Yuri Yo, Gurriel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yuli, Yuli, Yuli. Yuli, Yuri, whatever. Uh, <laughs> is it? It's Yuri. Yuli. Yuli? Yuli. All right. You got it. Yeah. Anyway. You know what? I was confused because at one point um, I thought that Guriel was on the Royals. Why is that? Why did you think that? I don't know. I got confused between That's him so and, and somebody else. <laughs> All right. And now, I'm, I'm going to look confused. up the Royals roster, but well, Greg Sussman could do that in the pit. Uh as he's uh, right now paying attention to this show. And mm -hmm. Frank Stanfold, actually his buddy, his BFF, was just tweeting about James Paxton. He said, uh, and we'll read the tweet. We'll give Roto Frank some uh, props here. Mm -hmm. uh, at Roto Frank. It's Roto underscore Frank. He goes, I would argue James Paxton clearly isn't himself, probably playing through something likely the knee. He's never been someone who walks a lot of batters, but right now he's two plus batters. He walked in four of his five starts since returning from the IL. So. Mm. Something to watch. Probably still got, yeah. Got to get Bumgarner. Yankees got to do something. But we, got, we digress. Uh, A-Rod. I want, I want to get this out of the way because I, I know you love to talk about A-Rod. No. Uh, yeah, that's your boy. That's your boy. Not my boy. Uh, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you he do? He's such a fool. What do you do? <laughs> he's so corny. It's, it's great. It, it, it's just great. So he was at the Met Gala yeah. with J-Lo. And uh, I guess at his table. Of course he was. He was. <laughs> at the Met Gala. He was describing to somebody who he was hanging out with. Mm -hmm. At the Met Gala, all these celebrities. And so he goes, oh, the Jenners, uh, Kylie and, and, and uh, Kendall Jenner. Mm -hmm. And he goes, the black dude from The Wire. <laughs> That's <laughs> he what goes, he goes. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he didn't even know the name. <laughs> um, and any event, any event, um, he goes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And he, t he talked about how Kylie was talking about how rich she is and how she sold so much money. And then Kylie, like, called him out on it. And he had apologized. And he said, no, 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 you're right. I was telling you how rich you are. Well, what a tool. What a, wait, wait, wait. What a tool. What? I don't so understand. A-Rod was telling a story about how Kylie Jenner yeah. was telling him how rich she is. Right. And so she had to go on Twitter and correct A-Rod. That's not, she said, no, I never said that. Okay. And then A-Rod's like, you're right. I was telling you how rich you are. Is that true, though? Did Kylie say that's correct? No, she didn't get back to him. It's just like, <laughs> she ain't going to get back to just, him. But he's such a tool. It's just, wait, yeah, I'll, I'll get I you. don't get it. At A-Rod. Well, I, I do get it. I mean, he's... Like, I don't get it, what, what his, you know, point, like, what he's trying to say here, you know? I think what he's trying to do is, like, uh, get some of the cool points. So, some attention? No, no, he just wants to, like, be cool. I mean, like I said, he's a fool. He's a fool and he's a tool. Well, he's with J-Lo. That should be, uh, you know, enough. Why uh, do you need to go overboard? That's the thing. He always goes overboard. Feel like, well, that's that's Arod. I that's mean, he's been doing that his whole career. Forever. He always tries to appease people, right? Yeah, right. I, I gotta find it for you. Hold on. He's he's the New York Post had this. Uh, he's always trying to like he wants to be liked. 
Right. He's like one of those guys who wants to be well-liked. I don't know if you, you met anyone in your life mm-hmm. that just, you know. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Tries to please. A lot of people. Yeah, here, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Well, I can't. A lot of people like like who? Like any names? You got a name drop here? No, I'm not going to name drop. I mean, oh. you know, people. Uh, any crew, you know, you you grow up with people. A lot of them are probably looking to be liked. So here know? he goes. He goes. Kylie was talking about Instagram and her lipstick and how rich she is. He told the magazine, right? He was talking to the magazine, and so Kylie tweeted, "Um, no, I didn't. We only spoke about Game of Thrones, in which A Rod then responded, oh, OMG, that's right.'" <laughs> Kylie Jenner, this is just corny. OMG. Yeah, he did that. And he goes, it was me talking about you and your makeup line and how much my girls love you. Hashtag GOT, Game of Thrones. Hashtag respect. Hashtag all love. This so is corny. what, yeah. This is what he tweeted. So, dude, you're above that. Come on, stop. He's, I mean, you're A-Rod. He's old. He's no, old but he's, to be. Listen, <laughs> it's a shame, right? Because A-Rod carries himself like he's just like this average guy. But you're not. You're, you're one of the best baseball players of all time. He should have been. But he's just, yeah. this, he has this fragile ego, this fragile mind. Like, yeah, and, and ah, just, it just makes me sick. The things he says, he try, he's trying to be cool. He's trying to be young and, I guess, fresh. Saying all these things, the hashtag OMG. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> it's just, come on. I laugh because it's just Leave sad. It it's just sad. I, I know. You know, he's not even a good baseball analyst. I don't, I don't even like his commentary on baseball as a broadcaster. Some people do. I, I, uh, I, ugh. I just don't like him, so I can't. Yeah, he's just a fraud. He's I just can't phony. Do he's it. just a phony. Yeah. All right. Uh, great I, baseball player, though. I, I will respect the fact that, you know, uh, well, one of the greatest. Well, he's enhanced. You got he to throw that out there twice. Asterisks. You know, yeah, biogenesis. Yeah. That whole fiasco. With, so is Barry Bonds, you know. Yeah. And and Barry Bonds that. is probably the best, but. Oh, it was enhanced. It was enhanced. I'll vote for Trout. Well, I mean, his career has to end first. Uh, you know what? Before we he's can, on that track. He's on that track. He's, he's going to be there. He'll probably well, be good. top three at least. Yeah, but as good as Trout is yeah. and has been, he's no another one near. He's not even in the stratosphere of a steroid up uh, Barry Bonds. It's not even close. Uh, look, look at the numbers that Barry Bonds. The is homers. Up. Yeah, the homers. The on base percentage. The walks. Sick. Yeah, uh, but He's sick. I think at the end you'll see the full product is better because you're going to say. Bonds took steroids. Oh, yeah, right. No, and then right. you're going to say, Bonds kind of took off more in terms of power later in his career. Earlier in his career, the guy used to steal a ton of bags. He actually didn't even have a ton of power. He'd hit like, you know, 20 homers. You Always know, something had a like good that. eye, though. Always had a good eye. He's a good ball player. Don't get me wrong. But that's the thing. You, you're, you're a very good ball player, and you take steroids, you become a great slash Hall of Fame caliber ball player. Sure. For Bonds, he became the best player ever because of steroids. If he didn't take steroids, he probably wouldn't be, you know... He wouldn't be the league, uh, you know, the historic leader in homers in the MLB. He wouldn't be all this. So it would be a little different. And I think you'd say right now, Trout could be the guy that becomes the best player ever. Sure. He can. That's the problem. Bonds, you know, it's hard to tell because you don't know what his career would have been like without Sturge. Well, right? you kind of do because you, you've seen or you watched him play the first before he got to San Francisco. Right. Yeah. And but, you could project that and, and what he would have did. Well, here's the thing, though. When he was young, he, like I said, he had more speed than power. As you grow as a player in the major leagues, a lot of times oh, he was already the guys, like thirty-one already. I mean, he, he was pretty much yeah. That's what, that. But once he, that's when his career took off in terms of power, right? And oh, he lasted longer because yeah. of steroids yeah, too. Right. So if that didn't happen, I mean, his power probably still would have went up. His speed still would have went down because that happens to everybody. Uh, we just don't know if his power would be as insane 
as it was in his mid to late 30s. Yeah, no. It, which it, is ridiculous. You know all what right. I mean? Time for NFL preview as Chris and I will talk New York Jets. AFC East, we're Gang starting Green. with the Gang Green trying to get back to the playoffs for the first time in, what, six years? Since uh, Rex Ryan, Sexy Rexy, back in what? 2011? Really? It's been a, It's been a minute. It's been a minute for, for the Jets. And they added Le'Veon Bell. They drafted Quentin Williams uh, in the first round. He's projected to start at nose tackle for the um, Greg Williams-led defense for the New York Jets. New mm-hmm. coach, Adam Gase. DC, Greg Williams. And Adam Gase, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's not the OC, but he's going to call plays. It's all about Adam Gase. Yeah. Uh, this team's improved uh, from last year. When you add a guy like Le'Veon Bell at the running back position, when you draft a guy like Quinn Williams, you are improved. Now, they don't have a lot of edge rushers on this team. Leonard Williams is, is going to start at end. Right. Henry Anderson is going to start at the other end. It's a three-four ski now. They don't. They need that. Uh, C.J. Mosley is another guy they added. We, we we have to mention him. Middle linebacker, great, right. great, great move. Jamal Adams is still there. A great safety, uh, All-Pro safety. Yeah. After that, though, Marcus May is also very good. He's okay. Missed some time. Yeah, okay. some time. He had a good rookie year. Uh, not not a great second year. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson He's will he up. return to the cornerback of of that that we thought the, the Jets were getting when they signed him? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their cornerbacks are where they're lacking. Oh God, yeah, yeah, they're lacking. But in a Greg Williams scheme, they're going to blitz work. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, three four, but they don't have that edge pass rusher right. that they need to. But is that why they're running a, a three four? No, it's it's what Greg Williams runs. Uh, everywhere he's gone, he's because I feel three, like four. he, he kind of. So think of the old school, the '86 defense. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. The Bears ran. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the Giants Greg ran a three-four when yep. uh, they had great defenses with underpilled yep. Parcells. Um, yeah, but like, see the three-four. But they don't have the pass rush. These, you need yeah, the pass rush. These ends, um, Leonard Williams, like they're not pass as much ends. They're more like. Extra nose tackle type guys, you know what I mean? They're more interior. Well, they're gonna guys. play the five technique, which you know, shoulder to 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 like the guard and, and tackle. So right. They're gonna clog up really those holes, running lanes. Right. That's what it's for. For the edge rushers to blitz and and to get pressure. Mm-hmm. But the edge rushers aren't really that good. They're not. But Brandon they, Copeland, Jordan Jenkins. You could develop pass rushers. I mean, you, in certain schemes, Wade Phillips has been great uh, doing that throughout his his, his career. Bryce mm-hmm. Pop. Comes to mind, defensive player of the year back in the 90s when he was a Bills defensive coordinator. He came out of nowhere. Um, but overall, the front seven isn't isn't bad. It's good. No, I like it. I like it. it you know, Mosley yeah. adds a lot. Uh, you know, Quinn and Williams, obviously. You got a great nose tackle right there. You should be able to stop Henry Anderson's well. very underrated. Uh, that, he, he's played great. They re-signed him to a big deal. Okay. I like him. I like him a lot. So you like the line? I love the line. Mm-hmm. Quinn Williams like is a stud. Uh, yeah, I, I love the line a lot. Uh, but And Mosley, I like a lot. After that... Uh, it, yeah. Avery Williamson, he's all right, uh, but uh, there's not a lot there. There's not a ton Adams of great. There's not a lot of ton of great linebackers there. Yeah, the safeties could be you know good to great because you got Jamal Adams and then May hopefully he stays healthy and you know he could play up to his potential. Dow Roberts, Tremaine Johnson, you know Brian Poole, you got Derek. Like I just don't really like the second the 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 corners. No, uh, but if I they play know. the right scheme, they could hold teams down. They could be a bend but don't break defense. Uh, they could stop the run well. They and that be could be a, that could be a key in the in you know the AFC East where you have the Bills and the Dolphins who you anticipate are going to run the ball more often than not because they you have young Josh quarterbacks. Allen? You counting Josh Allen as a runner? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically he, should they have also? I mean, believe it or not, the Bills have a pretty deep running back roster. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good. I mean, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's good. I don't know what McCoy it's, has left, but it's yeah. McCoy. 
You got Frank, Frank Gore, Gore. He's ancient. Uh, TJ Yeldon. So yeah. you have some depth there. They're gonna they're gonna do a lot of running. Uh, and, and Josh Allen, right? And this probably the best of the bunch. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, definitely. And then, you know that'll work to their advantage yeah. in certain systems. But I think the Jets will do good against teams like the Bills uh, and the uh, and the Dolphins, where they could stop the run. And you know what? New England's going to be run based too. They're going to be yeah. run heavy too. So Should. maybe this defense will work within the division. I don't know if it's going to work against everybody. And you know they still need to develop a lot of these players. Well, Greg Williams has been around forever. Uh, I like the guy. I, yeah, I, he's a good defensive coordinator. Oh, I love him. I love him as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Not so much as a coach. He was no, not a good coach. Did the Browns last? Did you watch Hard Knocks last year? Last year I watched Potts. Yeah, you can see he's, he's a smart ass. Greg Williams is a smart ass. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, so. no, but you know he's that old school mentality. Yeah, you know what I mean. He. So my point Didn't is, he coached the Bills. Yeah, he did. He did uh, back in 2001. Yeah, he didn't end well. No, uh, it did not. <laughs> well, <laughs> it never ends well. Three thirteen his last season. Um, no, but I mean he's a good coach. I love him as a DC though. Right, he's going to get the most out of his players. Right, offensively, Adam Gase. It's all about Sam Darnold this year, second year in the league, and his, uh, I guess, progression, right, in Adam Gase's offense. How about offensively, though? Robbie Anderson, Quincy Numa, uh, Jameson Crowder, Chris Herndon. You like any of these guys? <laughs> uh, Chris Herndon. I'm sorry. I just saw my boy. My boy. Um, yeah, Chris. Listen, I like Chris Herndon a lot. He surprised a lot of people last year. He had a great season, underrated. He's your under number the one. Radar. Is he your number one? Number one tight end? No, no, no. Overall, you offensive target. No, 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 no. Um, Robbie Anderson, number one? I mean, Le'Veon Bell is your Out of main the weapon. Yeah, he is. Le'Veon Bell is your main weapon. So, listen, a lot of these teams are doing this now. They're going back old school with, you know, they're going to be run heavy. Uh, they got Ty Montgomery as well. They got Bilal Powell, Elijah Maguire. You got a pretty Ty deep... Ty Montgomery, what a snake. <laughs> you don't like, like Ty Montgomery? No, because he defied the coaches and yeah, in yeah, Green yeah. Bay. And I know, I know. He's a punk. But he, but he's not a bad player. He's a good... Ah, whatever, he's a backup. He, you he's know, a backup. It's but all about Le'Veon Bell. But that's what I'm saying. The backups on this team are pretty good. Yeah. So they're going to run the ball a lot. You know, they're going to keep Bell fresh, and they're going to keep these guys in. They could do some damage with the ball. Uh, in I don't hands. like the O-line, though. The O-line is... Elvin Beecham. much to be desired. Palaccio Simile, he's pretty good. I don't like the, the, the right side of the line. Uh, Brian Winters and Brandon, Brandon Shell. I don't Dude, like that side of the line. Dude, they're going like to have problems with the offensive line. But Bell could keep them afloat. Bell could help Donald a lot so he doesn't get crushed back there and have to drop yeah. back and pass all the time. Bell's going to struggle. Like, uh, with this line, they're going to be like 3.8 yards per carry for Bell. I think he could do a little bit. I think he's talented enough I mean, that, to rush for 4.2. It's not great. It's not great, but it's good. Yeah. Catch, Over four, I'll take. He'll catch passes out of the backfield. But it's all about Sam Donald for the Jets. All right, g- give me the all right. So the over under win total. We we talked about this before for the New York right. Jets. Where are you going? Let me get the number four. I think it's seven and a half. Let me confirm that for you. But uh, real quick, yeah. Over under wins for the New York Jets this year. I'll get to it in just a second. Yeah, we we went, we get went over this before. I think too. I mean, they, they have CFL up here. I mean, come on, CFL. <laughs> no, no. Nobody wants that. Yeah, sorry, Gabe. All right, uh, not, seven. It's at seven. Seven. Yep. Uh, I'm going over. I've said this um, numerous times. I'm going over. I believe that I said that I would go under. I think by Jets going to be eight win or nine win team this year. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. I said that. I, I think they'll go uh, slightly under six and ten. All right. That's plus one thirty-five. Go, go to the sports book and bet that right now. That's yeah. plus one. It'll be an improvement from last year. They'll win two more games from last year. Uh, six and ten. Listen, I'm not. I don't think they're ready yet. You know what I mean? Whole new coaching staff. You got a new guys in the front office. You got, you know, new players all around the team and star players like Le'Veon Bell. 
you know, the offensive line has to, you know, basically gain chemistry together. It's going to take a lot. I think they need another year. All right, that's the New York Six Jets preview. Six and ten, says Chris Ventra. I say nine and seven. I'm going to own it. Nine and seven Jets own just it. miss out on the playoffs. That's the NFL preview, New York Jets, AFC East. Thanks to Chris. I'm Sean Guasamaki. We'll be right back right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. The window. And Tim Healy, reporter for Newsday who covers the Mets, was in Miami for a long time, second year, covering the Mets as Tim Healy is doing. Mickey Callaway should be fired, make no mistake about it. But not for this confrontation with Tim Healy yesterday. He should be fired because he's a lousy manager. I don't know how he saw his job as the Mets are 37 to 41, but that's another story. But this confrontation with Tim Healy, a little overblown. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Up out of there. <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the party. Yo, my guy Yang down there on the ones and twos. Playing a little, uh, no, it's not east side, it's west side. Playing a little Tupac right now. One of the best songs from his album. Gangster Party? I don't know. With Snoop Dogg? No. Uh, anyway, uh, little Tupac there for you. 
Coming in from break, it's now 5-0 Blue Jays in the second over the Yankees. James Paxson not doing too well there. And uh, so uh, Yankees, uh, I guess they're thinking about London right now and playing the Red Sox and that London? flight. Yep, they'll be going there shortly, right after tonight, or today, rather. A uh, little getaway day there. Uh, Yankees have something else on their mind because it just it's not going well for the as the Blue Jays are taking it to them right now, 5-0 Blue Jays. Uh, up five nothing on the on the Yankees in that one. White Sox three two now over the Red Sox. Red Sox battling back as Chris Sale. He's given up three runs in the first inning. He's uh, trying to settle down. We'll see uh, Ronaldo Lopez for the White Sox. He's given up two runs there. But we'll get to more baseball action when I welcome in Steve with Matt Props in just a second. But just tie tie up the the Jets and how bullish I am on the Jets going into this year. Adam Gase. Got a lot of hell for how he was um, treated. Uh, Jarvis Landry and some of the veterans there. Arrogant dude and, and what have you in Miami. Jarvis went to the Browns and he talked about how when he was with the Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase, he suggested uh, running different routes, the different uh, maybe using different routes in Adam Gase's offense. And uh, Adam Gase basically told him, this is a quote from Jarvis Landry, you can look it up. Uh, he was like, well, I'm the coach. If if I wanted your input on that, I would you know I would ask you or what have you. And so he just shut him down completely. They didn't get along. It's well documented. Traded to the Browns, and but Adam Gase got a bad rap there. I mean, look who he was working with: Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, and he was always injured anyway. Jake Cutler, and that's Jake Cutler after he married uh, Kristen Cavallari or whatever from the Hills. I forget where she's from. They have a reality show. He's more concerned about her now. Uh, he's not concerned about playing football, especially that year when he was out of retirement and they signed him. Adam Gase, don't forget what he did with the Denver Broncos, and Peyton Manning won't let you forget because he told the Jets, and that's the reason why the Jets have him as a court, uh, the head coach, Adam Gase, because Gase, uh, Adam Peyton uh, Manning, was a big supporter of Adam Gase. I like Adam Gase as an offensive mind. I love Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator as well. He's going to get the most out of his, his defense. That's an underreported story, Greg Williams, and a lot of it's about Adam Gase and the front office and the GM and the firing and all that crap that was going on with the Jets and the drama. But Greg Williams is going to have his team ready to play defensively. I, he's going to make some stars out of that team. You, you, you're going to look around and you're going to be like, wow, I didn't know that guy had it in him. You know, like He's a star. So look for them to play above their heads defensively. Offensively, Le'Veon Bell, that line worries me. The Jets' offensive line is weak, uh, and, and that's good. That's a concern. But, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell's a patient runner. He might help out that line. Pittsburgh didn't have great lines. They had Pouncey at center, but they really had overachievers on the offensive line most of Le'Veon Bell's career there. But Sam Darnold's not Ben Roethlisberger. Will he be Ben Roethlisberger? Jet fans hope. But it's the second year. you got to pump the brakes. We'll see where he goes. But I am a big Sam Donald fan. I think he's going to be a star in this league. But next year, second year in the league, we got to be patient with him. I don't know if he's going to have a Pat Mahomes type year and win the MVP. But he'll make progress. He'll be better. I like the Jets. Nine wins. It's a tough schedule to start. It is. They're going to lose a lot of games to begin. But they'll get it righted. And I like the Jets a lot. Second in the AFC East uh, right now. That could change with injuries. But right now, I like the Jets to finish second in the AFC East. All right, with that, we welcome in our boy, and we're going mad props right here. Steve, uh, you were 2-1 and one last again, week. Again, yeah. 2-1 and one the first week, so you're doing pretty well. Doing 4-2. Four, four people, people should listen to you. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, most of our bets are pretty much pl- uh, plus side bets. You know, we're not trying to take 
200 minus 200 favorites, minus 400 well, favorites. Luckily, you didn't take the Yankees minus 260 today. Oh, I don't mess with games like that. I don't mess with home games like that. And the Red Sox were minus 360. Uh, I wouldn't bet a Yankee game unless I went to it. No. Usually. Well, I mean, I, I try not to. Yeah, yeah. Although, otherwise, I mean, it's a home team. You don't bet your home team. I try not to bet the Giants, for example, football season. You know, I made that mistake in the away. survivor pool, uh, suicide survivor pool, whatever you call it, uh, last year with the Bills. Uh, who are they playing? Uh, everyone had them in, in, in the suicide pool week two, whenever I made that against mistake. Against the Vikings. Oh, no, that was the Vikings. No, the, no they that was when everyone Bills had the Vikings. Beat, yeah, everyone had the Vikings. <laughs> who did the Bills have? They, bet the Browns. I don't I, I forget who it was, but I, I made the mistake of. Don't bet your home team. Yeah. Yeah, try not to bet your home team yeah, unless you go into the, the game. It's the first time ever. I felt so I, bad. I hate it. It just doesn't feel good. I felt so bad. It doesn't feel right. Because yeah. cause what, what if you, you need a certain amount of points, then you're, you know, you're rooting well, for Well, I wasn't going to watch the game anyway. It was like one of the few games I wasn't going to watch. I was busy. I was working. Yeah, but with, So I was like, all right. You if know. you're a fan, I want to root for the team. I, no, I, I know. You still for, uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I keep my Yankee bets away. Uh, it's, it was bad. Unless they're playing right. the Orioles or something. <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. like that. All right. Uh, welcome back to the show, yeah. uh, Steve. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, did all right. You know, did all right. Uh, yeah. Doing a lot of working. I know that. Um, yeah. We don't have. We, we need coffee down at the pit, though. We need some coffee. We I ran it. out. It's supposed to come in today. Yeah, I know, but it's not here yet. It's coming you know, in today. I, I, I'm making runs to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, you could have brought a cup for me, too. Yeah, well, no. I I mean, know. You knew I was coming in today. That, that is, I, I owe you what, 10 you bucks. You do owe me lunch. Yeah, I owe yeah. you lunch. That, you're 2 0 on lunches with, on the show with me, too. So uh, That's true. Yeah. So You want to do, do one today? Yes, I do. All right. What do you have? What do you have? All right. For me, I like the over 10.5 runs. In the Phillies uh, Mets game today, I'm gonna go under on that one. You are. I mean, the Phillies are smashing right now. Yeah. Vargas on the hill for the Mets. I think he's a little distracted right now. I think he's gonna try to, you know, play above his head because of that whole thing with Tim Healy. Uh, I think he's gonna crack under pressure. I think he's gonna get lit up. I like the Phillies and the Mets to go over ten and a half runs. I want you to get a lunch back, so I'll take the under. <laughs> so you kind of agree, Mikel Franco. It, yeah, it could go either. It's right a now. weird game. It's it's a, no, to me. It's a weird game. Okay, all kinda right. Like the Yankee one, Yankee White Sox one. I look at it that way. It could go either way. It could be super weird. I, like I hate Nick Pavetta as a pitcher. Right, he's he's not <laughs> like as a pitcher, not as a person. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure, he's a great guy, but uh, just I'd rather not own him on any teams. I stay away from Nick Pavetta. So if you'd like, uh, you don't own any players. All right. Didn't you hear Adam Silver? Watch with that term. You're a governor of... of uh, I'm a governor. Of I'm Pavetta, a, yeah. I'm governor. A, I'm a governor yeah, of Pavetta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that word, owner. He's in my estate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> what are your, some of your man problems? My picks tonight are... Uh, I got Colorado at San Fran. Herman Marquez versus Jeff Samarja. Uh, my pick is Rockies win and over 7.5 at plus 210. All right. We got Nationals at Marlins. I got Nats to win and over 7.5. That's Patrick Corbin versus uh, Zach Galen. Galen, I'm still not sure how to pronounce his name. Only pitched one game, so it's acceptable. Yeah, the BFFs were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. They, Greg's actually on the same exact game as me. Yep. Uh, and I got Atlanta at Chicago. Race to five runs. ATL first at plus 150. That's because you Darvish is pitching. Oh, God. I'm starting. And my boy my Dallas Keuchel. My boy Dallas Keuchel. Oh, yeah, but Keuchel didn't pitch well his first start of the year. Like I told you downstairs, man, he's... He's rusty. He's, so he's, he's rusty. I can't rely on him today. He's not going to give up home runs. That's all I need. I was just signed like two weeks ago. That's all I need. No home runs. Really? Yeah. Because that's yeah. what you're playing. I mean, against the Cubs, I'll take no home runs. And you, Darvish, walks everybody. I mean, I he's just... He has no control. Exactly. He could walk in five runs. It's just... It's it's frustrating. It really is. I mean, the guy's so talented, yet he can't he's, put it together anymore. He's got no control for some reason. Like, ever since he left... left uh, what was it, Houston? Ever since it's Tommy Houston, John. Sorry. Texas. Texas, yeah. Yep. He just... All over the place. I mean, the, yeah. the, 
he still has nasty pitches. They're just not can't spot him. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, that. that's really what it is. It's, you it's can't not. spot him. And like, I forgot which who they were playing. This was going back about a month ago. We we're watching it. Just got pathetic at some point. Like oh, guys right. would come out there, and not even swing. You could see they're just waiting for. They're just was it the Pirates? I, oh yeah, would have been the Pirates. I did watch uh, that game? Yeah, he was he was bad. Yeah, and you're just yeah. literally watching him walk. But he's, he's been better as of late. Although his last outing wasn't very good. Uh, same. He's just his whip is terrible. I, I don't think him. He's one of the pitchers where I don't think pitching at home is gonna change much. He his strikeout rates are pretty good. He just walked, I mean his whip's uh, awful. Uh, look, Paxton James Paxton was great at home coming into today's start and gave well, up five uh, five runs in two well, innings. Baseball is averages, man. So a lot of those guys that were yeah. really hot to start off, they're all tapering off right now. I mean, Julio Tehran, guys like that. Where you know it didn't look great early, but they were getting through it. Now that stuff's not working. Yankees hit another home run. It's now 5-1. D.D. Gregorius with a home run. Now it's 29 straight games with a home run. It's amazing. I mean, that streak's amazing that's pretty, to me. That's pretty cool. It's a major league record now. Uh, they beat the uh, 2002 Texas Rangers, and, and uh, glad uh, to, to hear that. So, uh, all right, they continue their streak, but they're still losing 5-1 to one, uh, to the lonely uh, Toronto Blue Jays. They took the last two from them, right? Yeah, I mean, so it, it's, it's yeah. you can't you can't expect, give them one. You can't expect a sweep every series. You gotta be yeah. Re- you, gotta as be long realistic. as you win the series, right? You keep winning series, and just and, like on Matt props, you got if you go two for one all the time, you're winning, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I know. Dude, you uh, go two for one all the time, you're sixty six percent. Do you want to put any? Uh, I guess not uh, money, but you, you have a prop for NBA free agency. I I, I know we, we talk baseball a lot, uh, but I mean we could just don't have to tie you down. But Durant, it, if I if I asked you right now today, Steve, Kevin Durant will be two weeks from now. Will be I got one for you actually with dot 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 which team? I'd rather go with uh, Houston. Will have a significantly worse record next year. Wait, well, wait, Houston? Houston Rockets. That's who I'm going. Why with. Why Houston? Because I think it's a team that's I was imploding. So where's Kevin Durant going? Kevin Durant. He doesn't matter. He's not playing anywhere. All right, but who's he signing with? It doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't matter. He, he's it not, it, it he's affects what the anywhere. Knicks do. If, if the Knicks signed Durant, they have less money to sign other players. It affects which well, direction they go. To me, the smart move with the Knicks is sign the youngest guys you can get out there right now. Don't play this whole Durant So you don't, really, you don't really you don't have a feel? I, I don't think they should. Right, Kawhi Leonard, Durant, Toronto, or LA? Toronto. See, I think LA. Toronto. There's no reason to. Right. No reason to Compton. Leave. He wants to, he's from Compton. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He wants to go home. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves going uh, back Where to would Compton. you want to live? Would you want to live in Toronto, in Canada, or, or in Toronto's the United beautiful. States, in L.A.? Toronto's I know it's beautiful. beautiful. It's still Canada. I mean, he doesn't have to live there either. But most of the time, your home games are there. You're hanging out. You're in Toronto. I mean, Toronto's an hour away from New York. He could fly to games. Yeah, Buffalo, an hour away from Buffalo. You want to hang out in Buffalo? No, you could fly. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> Kawhi, he, could, he I, could afford to fly. Yeah. Plus, if it's a back-to-back, he's you staying like home. Your ears pop and... You get up in it the ta- air. Takes you know, some, some people have anxiety. It, it takes them less to get to Toronto from New York than it takes me to leave my house and get here. Right, but he's not <laughs> going to be expensive, too. I mean, I can't see Durant, uh, Durant, Kawhi Leonard doing that. There's a big difference between he, L.A. He, the other thing, there, though, there is, is would, do you pressure. want to stay with a, a winner in the Raptors or you want to go to I also, the I also Clippers, a perennial loser? I don't think the Lakers are a great option for him. though. It's, no, he's not going to Lakers. It's not a Clippers, fit, so Clippers are the other option, Raptors. but... What are you getting with the Clippers? Hey, listen, he made the Raptors into an NBA champion. Why can't he do that with the Clippers? A, a team that was almost there for the last two, three I years. wouldn't say almost there. No one had the Raptors winning the championship this year. No, uh, very few. No, no, no. But Outside of Gabe Morenzi. Sure, but this is a team that kept on pushing and pushing, making steps forward over the last couple of years. They built their roster Okay, up. but the, the Clippers are, are decent. They made the playoffs this year. Not, not the same Doc team. Rivers it's is the coach. The championship yeah, he is, uh, but it's category. not the same team. I mean, he's, he's you going add Kawhi there. Leonard. How would you go? Why would you go back to the West now? They have a LeBronless East. 
Now LeBron's getting old. No, but you've got a LeBronless East. You are right now. It's you and Giannis. Yeah, but LeBron's getting old anyway. I mean, I wouldn't worry about LeBron in the West. No, no, I'm just saying over. But overall, the West is more competitive. Still got to beat the West to win a championship, though. Yeah, you still have to get into the championship. It's technically, you know, you never want to say a, a certain conferences are easier or tougher, but it is an right. easier well, path. That's true. I mean, it's an easier path. In the current NBA, the path yeah. is easier in the East. Why would you leave? All right, so the Rockets, you say they're going to be worse. Uh, I want to get to that. Because I think it's a team that's imploding completely right now. Well, they haven't done anything yet. They're already it's all rumors. Dude, they're mentally, they're <laughs> mentally imploding. Well, I think that team well, is. For what it's worth, Chris Paul says he did not demand a trade. Sure. Why would you even consider trading for Jimmy Butler? Why not? What does Jimmy Butler add to your team? Nothing. What do you mean? He, it, it's he a makes des- your team it's, better. It's a than desperation what it is now. move. It's a desperation they're move. They're not better with Harden, Paul, and, and Butler playing together? They need to get rid of Paul, if you ask me. Yeah, Mo- but they most can't. overrated. Who the hell wants Chris Paul? Exactly. Most overrated point guard. He's so gonna, keep him then. But you. He's still he's still competent point they're guard. Going to be then? Why would you move a Capella, a young center that's getting better? Keep well, Paul, an, because, an aging point guard that's getting worse. Okay, okay. So with that worse aging point guard and Chris Paul and Clint Capella, are they winning a championship next year? Not with Paul there. All right. So then, but with Butler, at least they no, improve their roster. Oh, they're not. Well, but, I mean, they improve their roster. Who's playing center? Nene. What, they'll, they'll invent whatever. It but, doesn't matter. I mean, but I mean, with Clint Capella a, and Chris Paul, a double, double machine. They, they fell in the second round to the Warriors. Sure, because Chris okay. Paul sucks. All right, yeah. well, you but, can't move Chris Paul. So no. what else are they going to do? They're only going to get worse next year, and that's that's going to be better for them. You think adding Butler yeah. and subtracting uh, Capella, they're worse? Yes. But, but Butler's a better player right. than Capella. Dude, but Butler is— And it's a small league. Take, a, take what's his name? Take— um, Eric Gordon, who they're trying to move as well. Oh, they have to. They're and, not trying to. And P.J. Tucker, want... and you put them together. Well, there's and only two of those three. Sure, but you take Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker, yep. you put them together, and there's Jimmy Butler. <laughs> nah. But that, that's what well, they, yeah. it's, it's a deep. It's a defensive player and, and a guy that could shoot. You have yeah. Jimmy Butler on the roster. He's just playing two different positions. Right, but I mean, but you add Jimmy Butler, and then you don't know what you'll get out of uh, all the players on your bench. Jimmy Butler's in that system. Jimmy Butler has people step up. Proven to be How about Austin Rivers. Cool. No, he's played better than. I mean, people yeah. don't respect him. I mean, he's, he's not a bad player. It's like saying, "How about Seth Curry?" I'm just saying, I'd rather have Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Chris Paul than Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and Chris Paul and James Harden. But then you're leaving, uh, they're a better team with Chris. Sure, but you're Chris, leaving a Jimmy massive Butler. gap. You have no one to no. to rebound. You're, but you you you're a team that lost in the second round to the Warriors with those guys. Sure, you can't move Chris Is Paul. Jimmy Butler making you a better shooting you're, team. You're overall? a better team with Jimmy Butler than you are. Is Eric Gordon? Pat. Oh, but is Eric Gordon a worse shooter, for example, than Jimmy Butler? How much worse? No, than I, I, Jimmy Butler's a better player. He's a two-way player. Makes players better. I suppose. I don't know if he makes players better. Uh, There's a reason he why he's been uh, moved around the league a couple of times without people complaining. Uh, that's true. I mean, he tries to make players like, better. I, I mean, Wiggins is not a guy soft, I want on so my what team. what do you want? Yeah. He's not a dude I want on my team, honestly. Like, I, don't I, I agree him. with you there. I don't want I him agree, anywhere near Chris my locker. Chris Paul's though. not a guy I want on my team, but he's already stuck with him, so you might as well add So you add, add another one? To, yeah, why not? So you're hoping two negatives make a positive? You're not going anywhere with this current team. You have to win. You have to try to win. You have to try to improve. You heard it here. Rockets worse next year. Significant. But they haven't done anything yet. If they add Butler, right? That's your point. Even worse. If they add Butler. Even worse. <laughs> That's Steve. Thanks. Man, props. <laughs> I'm Sean Guasamaki. Thank you. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.